0: Hey there, true believers, and welcome to Simply Devotion, the podcast that is all about seeking Jesus on deeper theological levels, because he is worthy of all of our devotion. Another episode exploring the reasons why we should contemplate Jesus more deeply. This time, I'm joined by Jonathan Martin, and we will be talking about the historical Jesus in his context, in his setting, and particularly in the synagogue and in the temple. But before we start, I just want to talk about something for half a minute with you guys. I want to remind you that this podcast is not sponsored. This podcast does not have any advertisements running in it. We do not have a Patreon account, a cash app. We do not ask for your donations. My church does not sponsor the financial responsibility Of this podcast or its promotion In fact, every penny to create this podcast To record this podcast and to edit this podcast Additionally, to advertise and promote this podcast Comes out of my, Pastor Vinny's, personal wallet Why am I taking this moment to tell you? Because I would be forever indebted to you And so would the kingdom of God be forever indebted to you If you would help promote this podcast If this was NPR, this would be our sponsor week Where we would have you call in and pledge But we're not NPR and we don't take pledges But what we do take is your helping to spread the word you're sharing this podcast on your facebook on your twitter on whatever medium you use you are just inviting a friend to listen to the podcast you know what even if you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are on it only helps you to remember to listen yourself oh and while you're there you could go to itunes and give us a five-star rating and then other people who see that rating would be encouraged to perhaps listen to our podcast i say none of that for my own benefit because This podcast only costs me money and time. I don't get anything out of it, but expanding the kingdom of God, which is everything. So I invite you to that dream to help Jonathan and myself extend the kingdom of God to someone who needs it. Now, thank you for listening to that spiel. Let's get at it. And today we're going to be looking at some of the religious institutions at the time of Jesus. When Jesus went to church, where did he go? Jesus made an offering, what was the offering? When Jesus wanted to worship God, what was that like? And John, this time, We're going to go and start all the way back in the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden? I thought we were talking about Jesus, not the Garden of Eden. What? You don't think Jesus was in the garden? Who do you think was hanging out with Adam?
1: The snake? No, that was
0: Eve. (laughs) Oh, but Adam was with her. True. True. (laughs) I want to ask a fundamental question, John. It's kind of like, the more I pastor and engage people who aren't of religious traditions, the more I run into people who just are not cool with this whole Old Testament thing. Mm. And this is the backdrop for Jesus and Second Temple Judaism. And they're not cool with this idea of like, what did they kill so many things? Mm-hmm. And... You know, like, when they're not killing each other in the Old Testament, they're killing poor, innocent animals, right? And and we're not even talking about, you know, steak or chicken wings. We're talking about, like, killing something for the sake of forgiveness. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I've experienced that same situation as well. You know, as, as a teacher... Uh students they love when you talk about Jesus, right? Mm
0: -hmm. They love when you talk
1: about the testament and Jesus Mm -hmm. and his ministry and how he was super loving and accepting and he always stuck it to the guy, right?
0: (laughs) He gave it to the man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But when we talk about old testament like that's really hard for for students to wrap their their mind around especially when they compare the god that they see in the old testament with Jesus and they're just like is this even the same thing
0: right right so in the day of Jesus there are two religious institutions that would have been huge in his life and one is synagogue and the other's temple and temple and synagogue in a roundabout way both have their origins in the garden
1: wait wait so you're saying that the temple and the synagogue are are different like I thought you know I thought the synagogue was like inside the temple you know and it's like it was just like an extra room there where everybody worshiped
0: are you so, so, no, no, let, let's get this right. The temple and the synagogue are two different entities, but they're both reflections of Eden is the way I want to look at it. But they're two different entities. For one, there can only be one temple at a time. And it has to be in Jerusalem in the time of Jesus. But there are many synagogues all over Israel at the time of Jesus. So they can't be the same thing. You can have many synagogues Every town Even Nazareth The the, the most out of nowhere small town On the Galilean map Had a synagogue But The only temple at the time of Jesus Is in Jerusalem Uh, Okay And what I'm saying is They both have their foundation In Eden Interesting
1: yeah, I'd like to hear you unpack that a little bit more. How how did they both start in, in Eden?
0: I don't think they started there, but they have their spiritual foundations there. Okay. Okay, so let's start with synagogue. Synagogue is a place where you go to experience the word of God. Synagogue is a place where you go to experience community and God synagogue is a place where the word is spoken a hymn may be sung synagogue is a place where you'll be taught the things of god synagogue will be a place that will also be shared with the larger community in in essence that is eden itself or at least what eden was meant to be a protected Hmm. holy space where people interacted with both each other Adam and Eve and In theory their children Had there not been the fall And God communed with them Through the spoken word right? right? So God is giving his Torah To Adam God is giving his word to Adam God is In essence Rabbi and priest In Eden. And and that that makes sense, if you really
1: think about it. Uh, You know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, the Bible says God breathed into man, you know, the breath of life, and he became a living being. So, we have this being, it's like waking up, Mm -hmm. you're face to face with God, and you're like, who is this guy? Who am I? Where am I? Mm -hmm. Whoa, like there's so many questions.
0: Exactly. And, so, and he's not a baby, he's a full-grown man,
1: right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's so many questions, and so the garden of Eden was a safe place a to explore place. all of these different questions. Exactly. Which which is similar to the role of synagogue. It was a place, place. of learning and understanding who you are. Mm -hmm. Where you came from Mm -hmm. And who is this guy that's breathing life into people Well put together
0: Well put together So yeah Synagogue is the place where you have Communion with God You hear the words of Torah You're taught the words of Torah But there's also a community Element to synagogue right? Just as there was supposed to be A community element to the garden So that's where Eve comes in Right. Eve was was created, and the fall was not intended. So Mm -hmm. Cain, Abel, and Seth, and numerous other children they may have had.
1: Right. They would have been the community. They would have been the community. And they would have all been learning together from Rabbi God, Rabbi Yahweh.
0: All Rabbi means is teacher, right? Right. They would have been there in community together in a sacred place where Torah or the words of God are spoken to them. Right? There would have been a place of learning. However, there is this problem of what? Sin. Rebellion. Yeah, rebellion, yeah. sin, right? Enter. Eden, which is the safe place of learning, now becomes temple. Mm. Because of the fall, because of rebellion, and we're not going to unpack the whole fall here, but we know the story of the serpent. We know the story of Eve and and Adam partaking of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. We know that the penalty of that is death. But did they die, John? I mean, they still had
1: a life and they still went on to have kids. And I mean, it didn't seem like they died right then and there. Adam lived a lot longer
0: than I'm probably going to live. That's true. (laughs) And you didn't have to eat the forbidden fruit. Well, I've made my own bad choices. I'm, you know, but, but my point is Adam didn't die at that moment any more than I died the first time I did something wrong.
1: Right. There was, there was a reason. Because otherwise God's a liar. there's, There's a reason why he didn't die. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes There's a reason He didn't die The the curse comes You know, Adam is Cursed to work the ground And Eve is cursed To have to Have children in, In pain But They are also thrown out of the garden And One of the things we see When they're thrown out of the garden In Genesis 3 Is They are given a particular garment. Do you remember that garment?
1: Yeah, they had uh, garments made out of skins. God gave it to them.
0: Okay, but how you get garments of skin when nothing dies? When nothing is dead? I don't know. I... God
1: spoke it into existence? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, dude. That don't <laughs> work like that.
1: I mean that's what he did in the rest of Genesis. No, I see what you're saying. So
0: God only that... makes living things. Right. So sin the fact... makes dead things. Okay.
1: So the fact that w- there is a garment of skin that means that something had to die for that garment of skin to exist
0: right and we know that that's an act of atonement we know that is a substitutionary death because that act is made over and over throughout both the patriarchs and the Torah and throughout Israel's existence until the destruction of yeah Israel. so what's
1: really interesting about what you're saying is that in the Garden of Eden, right? The very first thing that both Adam and Eve notice when they sinned was that they were naked. So the That's very true. the very first consequence that they experienced shame. of sin was shame because they were naked. Mm-hmm. And so these garments of skin that God gives to them. In a sense are designed to cover up That shame That nakedness That sign The symbol Of their sin The first sign The first symbol of their sin
0: Exactly So atonement Has a reason The bloodshed Of animals Is not because God is bloodthirsty It's because it's covering up the shame of our nakedness, literally in the case of Adam and Eve, right? Hmm. And so we see two institutions. One that is meant for learning and engaging community in God. And the second is temple. And temple can be a place of learning. It can be a place of worship and engagement, but its primary focus is atonement is a way of cleansing people from sin but synagogue cleanses no one you don't get forgiveness by going to synagogue you get learning excellent i
1: really like i really like the distinction that you're painting here because although synagogue and temple are important institutions in the life of a Jewish person. And because Jesus was Jewish, they would have been very important in his life. They have different functions. They serve
0: different purposes. Exactly. No one goes to synagogue in Jesus' time or any time looking for atonement. They go to temple looking for atonement. They go to synagogue to learn and have their ideas about the need of atonement, the teaching of Torah predominantly, and the ways of the prophets taught to them. And that way that they're learning about in synagogue after the fall Is pointing to the need of the atonement that they find at temple. Hmm. And so we have the garden, and from the garden, Moses builds a sanctuary under the instruction of God. In fact, in Exodus twenty five, verses eight and nine, God says, Let them construct or build a sanctuary for me that I may dwell among them according to all that I am going to show you as a pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of its furniture you should construct it exactly according to this pattern and so it seems like God is telling Moses when he builds this sanctuary that it's a pattern of something. It's a pattern of something greater. And so the details of this sanctuary that Moses is to build, this tabernacle, which is just a tent, a portable temple that's in a tent, is a representation of something greater that is to come. Something that brings atonement that is to come. It's almost as if God is setting up a pattern and we will see that this sanctuary leads to a temple, which leads to another temple, which leads to Jesus. It's almost as if God is saying the purpose of temple is to carry on the idea of the need of atonement. Atonement with who, though?
1: Is it atonement between me and my brother that I don't always get along with, right? Is it atonement between me and, you know, my environment? Is it atonement? Like, what is the atonement, like,
0: what's the atonement for? Who do I need to be atoned with? It's interesting that when Adam and Eve rebel against God instantaneously their relationships break down Hmm. and that continues into the next generation where Cain kills Abel and continues from that generation where Cain sits out and builds a city called Nod and Lemek. Says if Cain can murder I can murder twice as much So it seems like Rebellion against God And the need to atone your relationship With God Mm. Is paralleled in our relationship With each other And again that is a separate uh, person. Again That is a separate purpose Of synagogue To teach these rules To teach these learnings about what relationship with God and man is supposed to be like. And when we realize that breach, we go now to temple. To make an atonement with God, so that when our atonement is made with God, now our learning matters. No one is transformed by learning. We can grow from learning. We become aware from learning. But the breach of the relationship of God, the the sin problem, is not something you're going to educate yourself out of. It's something that atonement must be made for. Hmm. So now it makes sense
1: when, when God says, let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. The purpose, the goal is for God to be among his people. Mm. Sin separated us from God. Mm-hmm. Sin ruptured the relationship that we have with God. hmm I mean, Eden, again, teaches us that. Right? Adam, Adam and Eve, not only do they try to hide their nakedness with fig leaves, but they, they hide from God when God is looking for them, right? They're hiding from God. So sin has ruptured this relationship that we have with God. And that relationship needs to be fixed. Because the longer... We go without fixing that relationship The longer we are separated From the one who gives us life And the longer we are separated From the one who gives us life The closer and closer We come to death
0: Right And so If the atonement That is made first at Moses' Sanctuary and then later At temples which we'll talk about if that atonement is made because of a death of a sin offering, a lamb or a bull or a goat or a turtle dove, as is described in Torah, how much more, as the author of Hebrews would say, is the blood in the atonement of Jesus Restoring that broken relationship To us Right So this is the idea When we talked about John the Baptist Several episodes ago This is the idea That John sees Right To bring it back to Jesus When John sees Jesus What does he say Behold The sin offering of the world Hmm. Behold He could have said turtle dove. It's a sin offering. Right. Right. But the primary sin offering, the big dollar sin offering, the one when you're really serious about your sin, was a lamb. So John is like saying, behold, here is what the temple has always taught you. Come in reality.
1: Hmm. Jesus is fulfilling All the rituals that we went through, right, that the Jewish people went through to mend that relationship with God.
0: Right. So if your students, John, since you're a teacher, would say to you, what's with all the bloodshed of the Old Testament? And, you know, why did these innocent animals have to die? Yeah. It's horrible. Hmm. It shouldn't, it's unfair And they did nothing wrong How much worse though That Jesus Would have to die Who did nothing wrong Who never sinned And who is God
1: So the questions, right We started this episode talking about You know, a lot of people They question right like sin and and sacrifice and atonement atonement it's a weird way and it's really bloody yeah and so that leads to questions like why Mm. you know why do we have to approach god in this way why the questions are actually the lesson (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like God designed it perfectly, right? The questions (laughs) lead to the lesson. And it's exactly it. Why?
0: And so how many times as teachers and preachers do we try to stifle the questions? Mm. When the point is, you're supposed to have the question. You're supposed to look at Adam and Eve and say, how are they getting out of the garden with something dead on their back? <laughs> right, you're supposed to look and say, "Why does God tell Moses that he will dwell in a building that's designed to kill animals?" Like, <laughs> like you're supposed to question it, right? Right, and
1: in questioning it, we ultimately make our way to Jesus.
0: Exactly. So, in terms of making our way to Jesus, we have these two avenues that my hypothesis is are parallel versions of eden Mm -hmm. you have the teaching and the atonement if we can break it down into those parallels that way the teaching and the atonement and in the day of jesus the teaching is done in the synagogue And in the day of Jesus, the atonement is done in the temple. They are both reflections of Eden, but not the same function as each other. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And And so in the Old Testament, the teaching was fulfilled by the prophets. Literally, that's what prophets mean in the Old Testament. The teachers, they were the teachers, right? And there was always a sanctuary or a temple for atonement in the Old Testament, you know? So there was this portable sanctuary, it followed the Israelites wherever they went, there was a pillar of smoke that went with them, and they set up camp, they set up the tent, they make atonement, they set. They bring the tent down, they move to the next spot. But at the time David takes Jerusalem, he moves the sanctuary from Sh- Silo to Jerusalem, and he's troubled. He's like, there should be something more glorious to capture this idea of Eden. That's what he's like saying, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like his Psalms are the teaching at the moment, right? Like, like like, that's the teaching. That's the prophets. That's the synagogue side, right? But right. he's like, he's like, but there needs to be something more beautiful to capture the atonement side. And he's, like, you know, bringing the lumber from Lebanon and so forth. But, like, then the prophet's like, whoa! well, you want to build it? so holy. It's so important. You can't do it because, you know, you got some stuff. You got you, you got some history, you know. There's like, some baggage there. You got some baggage. And, like, you're right. It's a beautiful idea that atonement, like, God and man will be one. But, you know, let's let your son do it. you know and his son and he prays and he he's like you know i just want to have wisdom i just i just want to serve you and god's like yeah i'm going to let you serve me and i'm gonna i'm gonna bless you with wisdom and you know well, we're not going to get into his son we'll talk about that another time solomon <laughs> <laughs> but but with his wisdom and his wealth that god gives him he builds a miraculous temple right and so the two sides of Eden go on Marching through history The teaching and the atonement The teaching and the atonement Until Babylon When they mm. stop listening to the teaching God takes the atonement away Right, because
1: Babylon comes in yeah. They Come destroy on. the to- Actually Babylon specifically said uh, The book of Daniel says that Babylon took all of the furniture of the temple away away and so like they literally could not even if somebody were to have hid <laughs> and after babylon disappeared and and went their merry way if they were to show up at temple there was nothing there to it's empty, the <laughs> it's, empty. There's, it, it, it's all gone right and so, destroyed i believe it was destroyed as well so it the was, temple itself was destroyed, it was burnt Yes So the temple's gone, the furniture's gone Like there's literally no way right. To atone
0: When God's people ignore the teaching He takes the temple When God's people are willing to hear the teaching He brings the temple
1: mm. So they have to be together
0: They to have the two sides hand. of Eden
1: Right. You can't have one without the other. They need each other. They coexist.
0: Before the fall, they were the same thing. They're in the same place. Right. But because of the fall, they're two different things that have to exist together for God's people to function right. Hmm. And so in Babylon, it takes 70 years for the people to say, we want the teaching. Hmm. And when they want the teaching, God's like, let's build a temple. <laughs> and so then, you know, King Cyrus lets them out. They go and they rebuild the temple. Not quite the glory of Solomon's. we That's another side story our readers can investigate. But they're not quite embracing the teaching as much as they once did either. Hmm. So it's like you get the amount of temple that you... <laughs> Are willing to take teaching, right? Are you you seeing this?
1: Right, right.
0: (laughs) And so it's almost like Ezra, Nehemiah, and Zerubbabel and those dudes begin to catch on to this. Which is why when Jesus gets there, they want to beautify the temple and, and Herod did beautify the temple. Some, some some historians say that it was almost a second temple, like almost a third temple. Like it was almost like he almost redid the whole temple. He beautified it so much. Hmm. But what else is going on? Increased teaching. Like that's what the rabbis are all about, right? <laughs> right. So you have the, the rise of the Sadducees, which we talked about before. And they're like, temple, temple, temple. At all means, keep the temple open. Even if we have to compromise, keep the temple open, Right. And then you got the Pharisees and the rabbis. They're like, teach, teach, teach. We need a synagogue in every town. We need a synagogue Even Nazareth gets a synagogue. Everybody gets a synagogue because temple teaching, temple. T- they, they they got they got it right. Mm-hmm. Now watch this, John. What's Jesus? A teacher. Yes. The literal Eden word. The rabbi of all rabbis. Hmm. The preacher of all preachers. What did the gospel of John call him? The Logos. That's it. The word itself. The logic. The reason. Right? Yes. And what's it come to do? Just teach? No. But he teaches. But he didn't come to teach.
1: He teaches. But it goes back to what you were saying, right? Yes. The teaching must go together with atonement. You cannot separate the two. Not since the fall. And so in Jesus, we have a
0: teaching atoner,
1: a teaching atoner. And and you mentioned John and John specifically brings this out. Yes, Because Jesus is the logos, right? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus is Mm -hmm. the word, right? He's the logos. And then in verse 14 there, in the first chapter of John, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word is tabernacled among us. This is the sanctuary, right? The whole point of the sanctuary was for God to... Dwell with us and among us. And so Jesus is the word and the sanctuary, right? He is both synagogue and temple in body form.
0: Yes, he's both synagogue and temple. He's prophet and redeemer. Right? Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, there were two rabbis who met by a river. And one said, that teacher is the temple. <laughs> hmm. Behold the Lamb of God. <laughs> you got it. Once upon mm-hmm. a time, there were two rabbis who met by a river and one rabbi said that teacher is the temple and that temple said to the rabbi wash me and that rabbi said to the temple you should wash me why should I wash you this is the story Mm -hmm. of Jesus and John are you seeing it yeah
1: it's a new way of looking at it um, when you it's only do because we didn't pay attention to Eden. it's all there. right. Well, I should say it's a new way that I'm starting to to view it and it's a new way that I'm starting to look at it because you know it, it makes sense, right? Jesus is coming to John, right for mm-hmm. ritual, you know purification. yeah and John's like, wait, but you're the embodiment of the temple. You're, you're how we get clean. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that is is going to make us truly clean. So you should be the one baptizing me. And John, or
0: and Jesus says to John, "Let it be so, so that we fulfill all forms of of, of righteousness." Right? Because on the Day of Atonement. Before Israel's sins could be forgiven, even the temple, which takes away guilt, had to be cleansed.
1: Hmm. That's right.
0: <laughs> Jesus is showing that he is the temple. He understands he's the temple, but he still teaches. Hmm. He's still the rabbi.
1: He's the, and I don't know if you're going here, Vince, but but if you take it even further. Go I, ahead. Jesus said, Tear down this temple and preach, preach. And in three days I'll raise it up again.
0: Exactly.
1: Of course, the people were the people were thinking what do you mean tear down this temple right The the, the, the massive temple That Herod beautified for us Are you, ta- are you crazy How are you going to do that in three days Yet Jesus was talking about himself Because he
0: Is, is
1: the, temple. the temple He is the embodiment
0: Of the temple And the embodiment Of the teaching mm-hmm. He is the He's God real. Of Eden Good that's good. Which is when you said in the beginning of this episode, I don't know, was Jesus in Eden? <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so
1: maybe, maybe there should have been a synagogue In the temple, like I said at the beginning Of of this episode Maybe there should have been A synagogue At the temple To Clarify even further
0: Maybe there was Mm -hmm. Because Jesus' Favorite place to teach He is the teacher He is the prophet He is the synagogue was at the gate of the beautiful at the temple. Hmm. Now, you've been there. We weren't there together, but we've both been there. Mm-hmm. And if you stand under the gate of the beautiful, which is still there, it's one of the few gates that is still there, and you look out from the gate of the beautiful, the arches through the gate of the beautiful, you see the Mount of Olives and not just the Mount of Olives, you see the exact place that Jesus preached those words, that the temple would come down. Hmm. So Jesus loved to teach at the temple at the gate of the beautiful. He loved to teach on the Mount of Olives about the temple. It is the two coming together.
1: Right, so there was a synagogue at the temple but it only makes sense when you understand the difference between the two
0: exactly they are two sides Mm. just as Jesus is both man and God he is both temple and teacher and this is the tradition that's all the way from Eden, and you're supposed to see it when you read the Old Testament. It's like that's what unlocks the Old Testament. I mean, if when you go back and read the Old Testament now, this are just going to be going off in your brain, you're going to be blown away because that's the whole point from Eden. Hmm. The teaching and the redeeming, the teaching and the redeeming. And when one is out of whack, the other's out of whack. When one is impure, the other's impure. And this is why Jesus is called a madman by so many people reading the New Testament because he is mad that the teaching is out of whack and Hmm. that the temple is out of whack. Every moment they should be representing him perfectly because the teacher in the temple have come to the teaching in the temple. Mm-hmm. They're all messed up. Like, didn't you have a whole episode that you dedicated, if you knew it or not, to the teacher being chased out of the synagogue? To- Mm-hmm. right when we talked the first episode on Galilee right yeah when they chase Jesus out of the synagogue think about what they're doing <laughs> they're telling Eden to get out of Nazareth no wonder no one remembers Nazareth no, no wonder nothing good could come out of Nazareth they chased Eden right out the cliff right they didn't get it they didn't get The garden Hmm. So Jesus had problems with the synagogue Jesus had problems with the teachers This is why It's not that Jesus doesn't like Pharisees It's not that Jesus doesn't like rabbis He likes them just fine He likes them as much as he likes you His problem is With what they're doing With his teaching Yes And you pointed it out very well what they're doing. They're emphasizing the point they like and not the point they don't like. Hmm. You can't take part of Jesus. You got to take all of Jesus. Right.
1: So this is why the teaching ministry of Jesus is so important, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you can't get atonement right if you don't have the teaching right. Exactly. So and, and, and you don't Jesus, know you
0: need a unless you have the
1: teaching, right? So before Jesus dies, Jesus. he spends three and a half years teaching, teaching, correcting, instructing, and instructing, and making sure that people
0: understand Torah, that they right. understand. We- we, we we can invent a new verb here. He's torahing, <laughs> <laughs> right? He's <Yes>. rabbiing, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's profiting, but right? Not cash profiting, his, like proclaiming.
1: <laughs> his atonement on the cross would have not made any sense if he didn't teach. If he didn't teach, so his teaching ministry needed to exist it needed to precede his death on the cross
0: because they don't even understand when he gets there what the death is for they don't even understand they think the messiah is to kill people not to die for people like they're all messed up You you know our students john they think the old testament is gory but they think the new testament is lovely but in the New Testament God's people want to go a-killing And God wants to go a-dying for people and, and But God's people are like No, let's just kill them and get them off our land Right? Mm-hmm. It's all messed up Jesus spends Three and a half years Separating synagogue And temple So that we can understand Why we learn So we can understand Why we need atonement. It's why he's mad at the Pharisees, not because they're bad people. Their intentions are wonderful. They just want God's people not to sin. That's beautiful. But their teaching is bad. Hmm. You know, as one. Yeah, go ahead. So what you're
1: saying is there's a method to his madness.
0: If C.S. Lewis said, and he did say, Jesus is either the living son of God or a (laughs) madman. Now we have the answer for C.S. Lewis. He's both. He's a madman because he is the son of God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So just as Jesus is in butting his heads with the Pharisees, it's actually butting his heads with the priest in the temple that get him killed. Right. Right? And they weren't going to kill him until he already made the teachers mad. (laughs) Right? So just as he dueled with the teachers, then he duels with the priests. Because by the time of Jesus, they have taken this temple of God and they they have made it as steps or stages and degrees of closeness that people can get to God or not Mm -hmm. get to God like they have a court of the Gentiles so if you're a Gentile you because remember the the Jews believe that God dwelled in the temple right so they had a court of the Gentiles and if you're a dirty rotten Gentile you can only come this close to God Mm mm-hmm but if you're a Jewish woman, you're a little bit better. So you can go to the court of the women, which is a little bit closer to God hmm. than the Gentiles. Now, if, if, if you're a man in Israel, a man in good standing in Israel, you can get pretty close to God. I mean, like you can, you can get to the outer court. So there's the court of the Gentiles, the court of the women, and then the court of the men of Israel. But if you're but if you're a priest, if you're a priest, you have access to the place where God is supposed to dwell. You could go right in. So, so like they had taken this temple that was meant to have daily services, daily atonements, daily shedding of blood. And it had these holidays like Passover and Pentecost and Feast of Temple. It was all of this bloodshed was all about. Atonement. It was all about what Jesus was going to do. It was all about getting closer and closer to God because of what Jesus was going to do. And if you understood the teaching, John, if they understood the teaching, they understood that the bloodshed and the holidays and the dailies and the sacrificing, it was all about how Jesus was going to bring us close to God again. But they didn't, hmm. which is why They made it degrees of holiness. Right. They it's like it's
1: like they did not understand.
0: And if you don't understand, you can't make atonement.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Right? The one place that is supposed to represent how man can be reunited with God. They yes. have these degrees of separation. Yes! Saying,
0: Ridiculous degrees of separation.
1: Right. <laughs> They've set it up so that the one place that they should be able to meet God, they can't.
0: Right, right, right. Now, John, I would sympathize with them if they just said that the Leviticus... You know, the, the, or I would sympathize with them, John, if they just said the Levites can only go into the inner place because, like, that's Torah, okay? Right. But the point of the blood is, once there's blood, anyone can go. But I, I, I could sympathize with their very sort of technical, factual interpretation of Torah, okay? But nothing in Torah says anything about Jewish men get closer than Jewish women and Jewish women get closer than dirty, stinking Gentiles. Hmm. I mean it
1: just shows how rotten human beings can be. Right? We can take something that is that's is designed to bring all these people together in the presence of God and still mess it up.
0: Look in the middle of the known world, so everybody who was trying to get to Africa or Asia or Europe would have to go through and see. And, and they're supposed to go through, and you're supposed to say, "Why are they killing these animals? Why are they killing these turtle doves? Why are they killing these lambs? Why are they having this Passover?" They say at Passover, John, the blood of the temple was so much that it poured over in the Kidron Valley, and people waded through it. Like you're, you, the people of the world are supposed to be going through Jerusalem and saying what is this bloody mess and the answer is Eden Jesus and what he's going to do to save you Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be shocked right we're supposed
1: to be shocked we're supposed to be offended it's designed that way
0: Remember when Remember when um, the movie The Passion came out? hmm And it so grotesquely depicted the death of Jesus that there were reports of people passing out in the movie theaters. There were reports of even heart attacks happening when they saw it. Re- remember all that? Yeah, I was in high school. You little baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but you, you're supposed to... Be blown away by what it cost mm-hmm. for atonement. And the right. very people who were supposed to be teaching that didn't understand. And so in Matthew 21, verse 12, it says, Jesus entered the temple and he drove out those who sold and bought in the temple he overturned the tables of the money changers hmm. in the seats of those who sold pigeons right the cheapest offering mm-hmm. And he said to them, It is written, it is taught, it is synagogue, it is Torah, it is the word, it is the teaching that my house, my temple, my Eden shall be called a house of prayer. But because you wouldn't learn, Because you wouldn't hear. Because you wouldn't synagogue. Because you wouldn't Eden. You made division. You made greed. You made separation. You made Eden into a den of robbers. So he says... I'm tearing it all down I'm tearing it all down And rebuilding it As you said John In three days Mm. It took Six days To finish Eden In the garden And Jesus Reconstructs it In his own body In half that time All I want people to take away from this episode Is Eden Is not Eden Without The spoken word of God And redemption And if we want back to Eden We need the spoken teachings of God to point us to redemption. And when that happens, Jesus says in John 10, you may come out the pastor with the good shepherd. You have been listening to a podcast produced by simplyvinnie.com. Stop by our website, read our blog. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and all that jazzy promotional stuff. But remember, I'm the podcaster that likes to remind you when life throws a monkey wrench at your head, Jesus is still the logo, the reason, the logic, the word that builds your life back all the way kingdom of God. Until next time, God will be blessing you. See you at the next podcast.